Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is April 12th of 2023, and we're celebrating Wednesday in the octave of Easter. Today's gospel comes to us from the gospel according to Luke, chapter 24, verses 13 through 35. That very day, the first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem, called Emmaus, and they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them, but their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped, looking downcast. One of them, called Clophis, said to him in reply, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know of the things that have taken place there in these days? And he replied to them, What sort of things? They said to him, The things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people. How our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the women had described, but him they did not see. And he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are! How slow of heart to believe all that the prophets spoke! Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on farther. But they urged him, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening, and day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And it happened that, while he was with them at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, but he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us, while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem, where they found gathered together the eleven, and those with them, who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised, and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way, and how he was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. As we make our way through the Easter octave, the Gospels recount for us the various apparitions of our resurrected Lord. The apparition from today's Gospel is to the disciples on the road to Emmaus, which St. Ignatius labels as the fifth apparition. It can serve us as a beautiful example for applying Easter joy to every moment of our lives. First, we can notice the attitude of the disciples. They had hoped in Jesus. Indeed, the expression is emphatic in the Greek. We, the disciples, were hoping. It's a very personal sense of disappointment, pain, sadness, and loss. So much so that even the events recounted by the women are suspect. 
Yet Christ doesn't leave his disciples alone. He draws near to them and walks with them. He becomes their companion. Indeed, the word companion itself comes from Latin cum, meaning with or together, and panis, bread. Literally then, a companion is someone who shares the bread. And sometimes we can say it's to share something of a vital nature, like the bread of the journey, to share someone's faith, to share the experience of God's love, hope, to share the experience of difficulties and the like. As he draws near to his disciples, Christ explains things to them, sharing their burden, but also his infinite wisdom. And as a result, their hearts are inflamed with love of him. Now, this experience is mirrored in our own lives. Speaking to young people in 1997, Pope St. John Paul II said, Christ constantly repeats this journey to Emmaus. Christ constantly repeats this journey to Emmaus. He also wants to walk it again with you. When you perform your daily tasks in study or work, when you serve your brothers and sisters, when you share your doubts and hopes, when you reflect on Scripture, alone or in church, when you take part in the Eucharist, Christ joins you. He walks beside you. He is your strength, your nourishment, and your light. Do not be afraid to let Christ join you, like the disciples of Emmaus. Beautiful words of John Paul II. Now, the disciples are so transformed by that experience that they don't want Jesus to leave. Now, when the disciples on the way to Emmaus asked Jesus to stay with them, he responded by giving them a much greater gift. Through the sacrament of the Eucharist, he found a way to stay in them. That's again John Paul II. He truly became their companion, breaking the bread of his very body with them. Is it any wonder then that St. Madeline Sophie Barat called the Eucharist paradise on earth? Because that's where Jesus is. Lastly, the disciples are so moved by Christ's presence and so inflamed with his love that they returned to Jerusalem. Now think of this. They made that long journey in the dark. But obviously they were illuminated by the light of faith. It's that love from the encounter with Christ that impels them. As St. Paul would say, it impels them to share the good news with others. When we truly allow Christ to accompany us, especially in the difficult moments, we're able to share his presence with others. That Easter joy is no longer just ours, but rather a gift to be shared. As we celebrate Mass throughout this octave, let's remind ourselves that the resurrected Christ becomes present at every consecration, becoming our companion here and now to help us in our sorrows and difficulties, to bring us that limitless joy. Do we allow Christ to accompany us in every moment, even the difficult ones? Today, through the intercession of Mary, cause of our joy, let's ask for the grace to be glad and rejoice intensely because of the great joy and glory of Christ, our risen Lord. <laughs>